Welcome to the ENA Podcast with your host, Dan Campana. This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, the Director of Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you to our latest episode. And today it's about TNCC, specifically the TNCC 9th edition, newly updated. Uh, it is uh, slowly finding its way into the hands of course instructors and course directors as we speak here. Uh, because that means it'll be in courses and it'll be out there for people to uh, get the latest and greatest when it comes to uh, TNCC, one of ENA's cornerstone foundational courses. Uh, this doesn't happen by accident and it doesn't happen overnight. And part of the process to get these new editions of these core, uh, core courses um, is the hard work of our volunteers who are on the work teams, the revision work teams. And I'm, I'm happy to have three members of the TNCC revision work team with me for this episode. Sarah Dakin, Stephen Jacobson, and Alexandra Carpenter. Part of the work team, they're a part of the podcast tonight. Welcome, Sarah, Stephen, and, and Alexandra. Pleasure to have you tonight. Thank you. Thank Hello. you. Pleasure so, to be here. It's great to have you guys. Um, let me start off, and, and Sarah, I'll start with you. Uh, talk a little bit about the work team, what the revision team does um, in support of these new additions. Um, it seems like it sounds very simple, but I'm sure it's not. So tell me a little bit about what this is like for you guys. So I, I can say personally that my learning curve was incredibly steep. I've not done something like this before. Um, and so when we first started, we were giving given some basic instructions on how to, you know, review the previous material, you know, come up with ideas for what we might want to change. Um, but for me, I think the most pivotal part was when we met as a group in Chicago and we got to meet each other and actually talk through a little more of the process. We'd had a bunch of meetings via Zoom, but you know, I have to say I'm a little old school and it was really nice to be in person and just get that that immediate feedback versus the continuous emailing backwards and forwards. And with my learning curve being so steep, I have to say the team were invaluable because I messed up quite frequently and I'd have to call people on the team going, I think I just deleted a whole lot of really important stuff. Can you help me find it again? <laughs> Things like that. But it was an amazing team and they really do talk you through each step as you go through. It was amazing. Stephen, if you read the ENA Connection uh, coverage of the new TNCC, there's a uh, a little bit about how TNCC has been a big part of your career for for a while. Talk a little bit about um, why the work team has been something that you've been, you wanted to be a part of, and and you know how you feel you contributed to the work that goes into the work team and the revisions. I just have so much fun meeting the new people, meeting different emergency nurses who are experienced from across the country, and you know people I never would have met before, and I've enjoyed this class so much. I think this is now the fourth version of it that I've been involved in teaching in and the second version I've been involved in, you know, with the revisions. And it's just really great to be a part of creating it. And it also is such a great opportunity to really have a goal and something specific to expand your knowledge because you're doing the research, you're finding out things and you're realizing just how much you don't know. And every once in a while, I ended up going down the rabbit hole, doing research on the 
on the chapters or part of the, the project and learning some things I never would have even come across, even if they didn't make it into the textbook. Alexander, for you, when you look at this from the start to the finish, uh, what's the most uh, interesting or surprising part of going through a revision of something that um, you know most DNA members and a lot of emergency nurses know from going through the course, but to be on the other side of it, what, what is that like and what, what kind of surprises you or is most telling about the process for you? Yeah, so I think um, for me, the most telling part was just the overall process in general. Um, like you said, being on the other side of it, when, when you're teaching and instructing in class, it's easy to pick out some small nuances that you don't particularly care for as much. And well, why couldn't it be this way? Why couldn't it be that way? But really going through the process literally from start to finish and all of the work, and this has literally been almost two years in the making, um, it, it was just really eye-opening to see how much work and how many different layers and how many different players um, pulled together to really make it happen. And also to see how easy even small things can fall through the cracks. And no matter how many times you review them, how many times you look over something, there's always something that pops up that you're like, oh, we can shift this. Um, so and that was really, for me, probably the biggest piece that I saw. Um, and it was really nice because we got to see each level. Um, we worked beyond just working just the chapters or just the PowerPoints. We got to see every piece of it. Um, so I really enjoyed that as well because you really got to see the full comprehensive product um, and having a hand in that was really great. Well, I'm going to stick with you, Alexander, because the big question anybody listening right now is what that they want to know is so what's new what's different what am i going to be able to take away from tncc ninth edition and take into my practice tomorrow uh what are, what are some of the highlights for you and, and we'll hit up sarah and stephen as well to get some of what they uh think what, what they think really stands out that's new and exciting about the ninth edition um i i think for me um one of the big things is with the tnp station i, I think the adjustment of adding a more standard TNP is going to be really helpful in the overall flow of the course. I think a lot of times um, students are so anxious about getting the TNP done and they're more worried about the TNP even than the written test. And really the TNP is pretty standard. Um, so I think having a really basic TNP to start off with allows the student to really focus on just learning and understanding the TNP. And then as they progress, now we can start throwing in some of those clinical nuances and those curveballs, um, so they can kind of shift and pivot for for that later on. But those first couple scenarios are really more your standard TMP. Um, the other piece that I will um, kind of mention is definitely the communication module, uh, which uh, myself and Steven definitely kind of um, curated um, collaboratively. I think that's a really going to be a really helpful component with TNCC because that was an area that was touched on, but really not delved into as deep as it is in this new edition. Um, also with preparation for trauma, which was one of the chapters that I was working on and working with the team dynamics. And even though currently the TNP is still a one-on-one -on -one test out, um, in the real world, in, in real trauma nursing and emergency nursing, you do have a team in helping our staff to be prepared on those team dynamics and what that looks like, I think is, is a really great addition. 
Sarah, how about for you? What were some areas that maybe you were a part of in the revision that you think is really exciting and new that, uh, you know, whether you're an instructor or, you know, a student, you're really going to want to be drawn to, or you're going to be drawn to, you know, with this new addition. So I have to say that there's a number of things. The fact that personally, I found it very interesting. We're getting into, you know, more details about specific care, be it pediatric, um, you know, I did the domestic violence and interpersonal violence chapter. So taking it beyond domestic violence, looking at the fact that it really is a much broader problem, not so specific. So that I found very interesting. But as an educator, it was going back to what Alexandra was saying, the TMPs, um, and the fact that we've taken out, you know, those that have taken it previously when you when you're teaching the TMPs and day one, you end up stopping and having that little teaching moment and then you go back to it. And so quite often it's only the last one that the students actually run through. Um, so when they come to actually testing out, they get a little confused because they're expecting you to stop them and have those teaching moments. And we've reorganized the TMP slightly. So you still get the teaching moment, but it's held until the end of the, the scenario. And then you go back and for example, you know, you address car seats and things to look for. And when you replace a car seat, instead of it being in the middle of the scenario. So a little bit of flow change there yeah. to, to help, you know, get the message across before the, you know, sort of the corrections and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they get they they keep on, you know, they keep that flow going. They don't get distracted, um, and we've all been in the classroom when you've got someone that gets extra excited and passionate about something, and before you know it, you're down Stephen's rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen is someone who you referenced earlier. You know, you've taught four editions of of TNCC, so you've seen a lot of evolution in the course itself. Um, from a variety of perspectives, what uh, what really speaks to you about ninth edition versus these other editions that you've been a part of? I would have to say probably the combination of just so many different parts and learning techniques. You know, it's not just a straight lecture class. It's lecture, practice, discussion, games, you know, people socializing about things that they've experienced and how they how they work through it. So it kind of it caters more towards that adult learner who has the knowledge, just needs to, you know, refresh or practice or gain a little bit more knowledge on top of what they have. And, you know, we keep moving more and more towards that each edition. And I, I really like where this one has ended up. Um, I also love how the ENA is keeping the online version as an option, because I know we would love to do every class hands-on in person, but it, we really are reaching so many people that we couldn't reach before because we can have those classes online. I can teach two or more classes a month without really having any major issues scheduling with all of my other life work, but um, it's been I, I enjoy that. And it's great because I also have my pets that can hang out with me while I'm in class. And that always makes every day better. 
<laughs> well, you, it's funny because you talk about the online and, you know, what a, a difference that makes and, you know, how that accelerated, obviously, through the pandemic because it was a direction ENA was going, but the pandemic accelerated that timeline. So with all that technology, I was gonna, surprised you didn't bring up the fact that, you know, the evolution includes no more Scantrons because I know that was such an exciting part of, uh, of all these courses back in the day. So, um, you know, all kidding aside, obviously, the technology is a big part of it for the learners, but certainly for the instructors to be able to uh, have that flexibility and do what they need to to um, you know reach as many learners as possible and have as many courses as possible. Uh, Stephen, I'll, I'll stick with you for for this next question, which uh, you know we'll kind of use this to to kind of segue our through uh, the rest of this episode here. But uh, we hear so much about TNCC and ENPC as these cornerstone classes that. Um, for those who live it and breathe it, uh, they swear by it. This is, you know, what you need. These are two courses you need to uh, really uh, fortify yourself as an emergency nurse. So in your mind, as someone who has taught it and helped with these revisions, uh, what what is that value, you know, for a TNCC, for a nurse at different stages of their career? Because it's not geared toward one genre or one, you know, area, you know, a novice versus a, a veteran nurse, but there's something to take away for everybody is, is always what I've heard. Is that, is that a fair assessment? And, and really, how do you assess the value overall? Oh, it definitely is. I've always been a huge advocate of smaller, more remote facilities, taking trauma courses, pediatric courses. Um, and I try Every once in a while, like if there's an area that needs it or friends or something, I'll do something, you know, pretty much at cost because I think it's important. I don't do it all the time because you will run out of time and it does get a little expensive to do stuff for free. Um, but being able to get to those facilities where you might just have the walk-in trauma here and there, being able to practice it and have that education because it's your low volume, high risk. The same with pediatrics. When you're in that remote facility, kids are still going to come into the hospital, but you don't practice with that. You don't see them every day. So the option you have is education, taking classes, doing scenarios. And then when you work in a pediatric facility or you work in a trauma center, the class is just as valuable because it keeps you on the same page. I've taken ATLS, PHTLS, uh, all the different courses, just kind of as part of my personal knowledge and career, and they're all kind of aligning together. So by practicing that, you're not practicing with the team, but really you're doing the same thing that the team is doing because all these classes are kind of merging together in the structure and format, just different scopes of practice, really. So they're, they're there. Um, and then when you work in that trauma center, you know, you're the, that's kind of validation of your skill and your continued competence with it. So I'll throw this up to both uh, Alexandra and Sarah, and you guys can you know bat it back and forth, or one jump in and the or the other. Um, how do, how have you seen sort of TNCC in that practical application? I mean, is it really hard to to notice somebody who has adapted this and taken the course and you know see them apply it? Is it one of those things that it's really an obvious transferable thing once you've seen somebody go through TNCC to see them put it into action? I know for me, the difference is that confidence and the ability to a step into the role but on top of that to advocate for their patients you know if they whether whether the question they're asking 
at the time seems a little redundant. It's that patient advocacy and that open discussion within the team. And I think it really does support the bedside nurse, um, be it the, the newbie or the, the experienced nurse, give them that confidence to say, hey, why are we doing this? You know, teach me, give me the confidence to move forward. And I think TNCC or EMPC gives them that extra bit of knowledge and confidence to stand up and be that patient advocate when needed. Alexandra, you wanna add yeah. on to that from a confidence standpoint or some other ways? Yeah, I, I would agree 100% with Sarah that the confidence piece is critical um, after taking TNCC. And it is a, a palpable difference that you can tell when a nurse has gone through TNCC and prior to when they haven't gone through it. Um, I think it's really just teaching those foundational skills that allows them to think more critically um, because for the most part, most of the things that you're seeing in the emergency department day in and day out are gonna, going to be largely medical. And But there are some very specific nuances in trauma and management of the trauma patient that are going to be distinctly different than medical management and being able to identify those differences and figure out, okay, what direction do I need to go? And even if I'm not necessarily responsible for this aspect of their care that the physician is or um, the APP or someone else on the team, I know what the expectation is. I understand that systematic process. And now I can apply that, um, even if it's just a mental check, like, okay, we did X, Y, and Z, and now we're moving on. It gives them that more global understanding of the flow because trauma essentially is just is a cookbook. We do the same thing every time, no matter what patient comes through the door. And so giving them that foundational understanding is really, is crucial. Well, I'll wrap up with this question. I'll just kind of toss it up and you guys can jump in as you'd like. But uh, to see those manuals rolling out, to see it all over ENA social media and email saying this is out there, it's real, it's live, it's happening. There's courses filling up in the listings. Uh, you know, who wants to chime in and let, you know, what is it sort of like, uh, you know, uh, launching a ship or having a kid where you're like, you feel proud because you see it out in the world finally? Yeah, I, I would just jump in and say that it, it is. It's really exciting. Um, it's exciting to know all the work that's gone in over the last year or so um, to see your own name in print, to see all of the conversations, all the decision making that's happened over the last like the year or so actually come to fruition is really exciting. I would say yes, almost like having a child, not quite a little less stressful. Doesn't last quite the stress and the, the, the cost doesn't last quite as long. But yeah, see, seeing people, you know, we've just done a one of the pilots and seeing people go through it and talk about, you know, part of the chapter that I wrote, I'm like, like all swelled up and you know excited to you know say I actually wrote that 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 was me um and so yeah very proud very excited to see it in print but you know on top of that just the amount of personal growth as well for myself uh going through this process um it's 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 quite a daunting task with experience um, I'd love to do it again. Uh, it would be a little less intimidating the second time around. But, you know, also all the friends I've made, Stephen. Well, Stephen, I'll give you the final word here. Um, 
what does it feel like to to see this out in the world and and also you know what uh what would be your your recommendation for people who are like I don't know what it's like or maybe I've done it before why do you want them to to get you know get involved get in a course or even step up to becoming you know, instructor or director to help pay it forward to their their colleagues around the world? You know, this is something I never thought I would end up being involved in when I started nursing school. I never thought I would work with textbooks, work with teaching, and I did. I took a TNCC course, did well. They invited me to become an instructor, and I've just been working with the class ever since then and enjoying more and more every revision. Um, and like Sarah said, I've made friends that I never would have made. I've got friends in New Mexico, New York, all over the country that I never would have thought to, to make contact with. We visit. And now I also have friends that I'm going to be hanging out with at the next conference because we decided we're all going to hang out together. Why not? <laughs> a chance to do it without having a book looming over your heads to get finished, yeah. right? <laughs> And you know what, even with all the work, the ENA really makes it enjoyable to participate. They know that you're, we're doing this for free. They make it fun. They make it work, but you still have a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, it doesn't really feel like work. It's like, this is pretty cool that I get to do this. And I get to see something that I help to influence. And at the end of the day, it is helping nurses, it's helping patients, you know, with the quality of care and the best outcomes possible by you know, all the things that you guys talked about in terms of confidence and clinical skill development and just, you know, enhancing their ability to, to do their job. So uh, I think that's a, uh, a point that everybody appreciates about, uh, you know, these courses, but certainly to get a little behind the scenes look at what goes into it and, and really who's responsible. I mean, this is by nurses. This isn't just uh, happening in a vacuum. It, people who really are invested in, in you know, the profession and the specialty and, and trauma. So uh, Sarah, Stephen, and Alexandra, thank you so much for being a part of the ENA podcast to talk a little bit about the TNCC ninth edition. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. That'll do it for this uh, episode of the ENA podcast. And of course, you can go to ena.org slash ENAU to learn more about TNCC ninth edition and to find a course and to learn more about ways that you can uh, take a course and or find your way into uh, the shoes of people like, uh, you know, Stephen and others who uh, are, are helping teach and, and pass this uh, uh, information that's in this edition on to other nurses. Uh, so a big thank you to our guests this evening, and we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of the ENA podcast coming to you real soon. To learn more about ENA or to become a member, visit ena.org backslash membership.